This is Getting Past Subtitles. I am Sean Peel. This is me, And we are here bringing you guys a whole new series. Yes. Um, and for the series, we are going to be talking about a certain theme. Back to genres. Yes. What is it, Lee? What are we talking about? Uh, this time, we're going to do uh, war films. War films? Yes. Yeah. As we kind of like have talked about in the past, films and Maybe some things you'll be insightful for is there's a lot of commonalities between, you know, our culture and Asian culture, and there's a lot of things that are different. And I think war films is is very um, universal with everything, yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, with it, kind of like American films are almost classic, you can say, very iconic for war films. Think about, like, Saving Private Ryan yeah. and all those things. And, well, for every country, like, you know, everybody goes through war, and there's a very similar tone and especially with this film, I got very saving Private Ryan, like, yeah, vibes. very vibes coming from that movie. Mm. Um, and it's your pick. So what did what did we watch? Um, this is called The Battle Roar for Victory. Yeah. It's basically this group of uh, freedom fighters that um, um, are working in Manchuria and in the Chinese area um, because uh, they're sending supplies like mm. back and forth to Korea and stuff because the Japanese forces are like uh, moving uh, northward. They're kind of um, working there. Like they're basically like guerrilla fighters Yeah, where they use guerrilla tactics to like kind of like slow them down and, mm. and stuff like that. But they get information that um, one of the group of uh, Japanese troops are like heading towards and trying to capture this uh, important uh, Korean... I don't know what to call him exactly, but he's, he's one yeah. of the... The head leaders of the... Jong-ha. Uh, Jong-ha? Yeah. Jung-ha? Yeah, yeah. But he's the head le- uh, leader of the, <clears throat> the group, the Freedom Fighters. So he, mm. they want to capture him. And so this small group of uh, of, of troops or, or guerrilla fighters, they decide to um, lure, lure them into this area mm. where it's kind of like a... a uh, like it's like surrounded plant. by mountains, yeah, right? But it's like a field, and they're like it's like mountains, so it's kind of like a valley. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's like a bowl. So yeah, it's, it's like, like a bowl. Off. So like, yeah. so there's only one way in and mm. like one way out. Right. And so they lure them in there so that they can ambush them, and 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 this is basically a big victory um, that happened. Um, but interestingly enough, it, it wasn't in Korea, but it was in mm. in um in Manchuria. Yeah, in Manchuria, so. Yeah. Yeah, backtracking that. So I get this is a period piece film. Yeah, uh, uh, taking place in 1920 uh, during the Japanese occupation of Korea. Yeah. Um, but like you said, the movie doesn't take place in Korea. It takes place in Manchuria, which Japan also had ruled over in China as well. Yeah. Uh, very significantly, I think that's as far as they got during World War Two, which just to Manchuria, maybe a little further, but not too much far out. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of funny. It's like. Because they, because the people that we're following is the Korean independence fighters, but in Manchuria. But I guess they're like fighting like on the border of Korea, though. Yeah, like yeah. Co- more commonly, like yeah. as you can see, they're always on the border, and I guess really trying to keep occupation outside of Korea. And they're trying to figure out like how to bring supplies into Korea and like yeah and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So they're more of the uh, supply chain. Yeah, for the freedom fighters in Korea, so mm. that they can get get weapons and money and stuff right. like that into um, the freedom fighters in Korea. Right. I thought they were moving the money to Shanghai though. 
they're moving. Well, they, they, their main base is in Shanghai. Oh, okay, okay. So that's where they go back and forth. That's like their main base because if they're in Korea, it's too dangerous. So mm. they made a, a base in Shanghai. Gotcha. And so, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like along the way, they, they meet up again with this uh, prominent young guy who has close ties with the um, the specific guerrilla group that we're meeting with. Hechul yeah. uh, is the, uh, he's like the big sword wielding yeah. guy. Yeah, and he's with the scar. Everybody calls him boss, and he's kind of he's. It's funny because I think their group is like different compared to all the other freedom fighters. Yeah, right? they're, they're more like a ragtag. Yeah, kind of group and like fight dirty kind of the yeah. gang. And they they used to be um like thieves or like they yeah. used to. <laughs> <laughs> they're like criminals. Yeah, they're kind of criminals. The scene with the uh, his bow, and he's like. He's like, we're gonna, he's like, we should just take the money and run and like settle down. He's like, well, what are you going to do when you go after? He's like, steal guns and steal money. And he's like, and steal more guns and steal more money yeah. and steal the guns to steal the money. He's like, can you think of anything else? <laughs> but yeah, so they kind of, so they cross paths with uh, Zheng Ha, who kind of like going back in time has close ties with Hechu. And it, it, so he calls him like his younger brother, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I guess he kind of like trained, like he basically mentored him, I guess, yeah. when he was younger and pretty much made him into a soldier. And then whatever, fast forward through time, he's kind of made his name for himself when he's now this head commander within the resistance yeah. group. And so they, like, so they basically, like, their own mission is to move the money to Shanghai, but then they assist uh, Zheng Ha to do his mission, which, which is, is for like the actual, like the, the army yeah. to like, um, was their mission to basically like lure in the troops in and the then troops, sur- yeah. like ambush them through a surprise attack, yeah. right? So that that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. Because they already knew that that um, they're trying to capture the uh, the head guy. Uh, and so, so they so use him as they, bait. They were like, okay, so we're gonna try to lure them into this uh, area. Yeah. But then the thing is it's really obvious that this area is like <laughs> a like, death trap. Yeah, death trap. So <laughs> they're they're wondering like how we're gonna like do this because yeah. it's not going to be easy to just lure lure them in. They're mm-hmm. not just going to come in, right? And so they figured like um, they had this guy who's kind of like a high level um, person within the resistance, mm. and he gets captured. Oh, and that's he's, right. He's yeah, he's the one that Points works the from the inside yeah. to lure them into that area. That's right. And so yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. yeah so basically, like Zheng uh, Ha and like his, they kind of worked together on this huge scheme and they were basically kind of like the the inside insider spies to like this greater thing right yeah. like they they pretty much put their necks out there to the enemy's lines to draw them out of hiding and then right. into this surprise ambush essentially and i think that's where i kind of got a little inconsistent with the story because it was a bit hard to follow like that exact plan mm-hmm. it was hard to follow because there's it felt like there were so many moving parts right yeah because initially it, it goes by really quick yeah it goes really fast yeah. yeah yeah and there's there isn't a lot of um exposition exposition of like what, what's going on yeah like yeah they don't really tell you exactly right. what's happening but like above like on top of that like who you're really following is um Hichu's gang yeah. and him you know so you're kind of like witnessing it from his perspective but then even then it's like he gets it faster than you can understand yeah. it, or like I could get it anyway. And so it's like juggling um, Hitchu's resistance group's mission, and I'd be like, oh, now we found this guy, and now we're gonna go help him out. And it just yeah. kind of happens like 
like like mixed together you know and it, it just makes it like compositionally a little off and hard to tell yeah and I, I really like my experience of the movie was just kind of like there for the ride and seeing like oh now they're doing this or oh this is that character and yeah oh that's the relationship I'm not saying it's like it's a really good movie i really liked it you're saying in th- terms of like organization yeah and, and uh, cohesion like digesting it yeah yeah like it's, understanding like exactly yeah, what's going exactly on. like really like it isn't until now it's like after watching a movie that i can like process and be like okay that's kind of right, the right, sequence right. that it happens yeah you don't really get that feeling during it you yeah. know what i mean so but yeah i, I really enjoy this I, I do like i said i do get a lot of saving private ryan vibes mm-hmm. it shares a lot of similarities with that movie sort of it's a very gritty movie which is great. This movie's cold to the to it touch. Is. <laughs> this movie is so hardcore. Yeah. I was like, man, people get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pull any punches, bro. Yeah. Um, and it's a really recent movie. It came out twenty nineteen, yeah. and things are are done really spectacularly. Um, I think what so initially because we're starting off with your films, uh, and I I wanted to do this one because from the trailer it looked really interesting. Mm-hmm. But what captured me the most was uh, the camera work from it. Yeah. Uh, the choreography for like the action scenes are like really phenomenal. Yeah, but it's like the camera work that goes along with it is kind of fresh and like and it's really, very like seamless too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the camera work in this in this film too. It gives it it gives the movie character. Like it it gives mm-hmm. it like a, a different kind of taste. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because a lot of action scenes mm-hmm. can get very dull. Yeah, because it gets repetitive a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But this one, I feel like. They had a lot of varying shots and like a lot of different unique ways of showing things and portraying things. Mm-hmm. And even the action itself, um, there were a lot of different kinds of things that they were doing. It wasn't always just like shooting the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't always just like doing one thing every single time. Yeah, yeah. There are different things that makes it kind of engaging. Mm-hmm. For example, like, you know, the guy who <laughs> fights with a sword. So like a lot of those scenes are very interesting. Like especially yeah. the one, one where... Um, he kind of like has a duel with the, one of the officers right and the camera like they they start running at each other and the camera goes from the top yeah yeah and yeah, shows yeah. from the top and it's like the flash yeah the when flash they do it. <laughs> I, I like that that shot um there's like like the running scenes where like um which one the whole movie <laughs> <laughs> right. near the end they just run the whole time but when when he's like running down the down the mountain to oh yeah you're yeah. the guy the shooters yeah um that was an interesting one yeah um, there's a lot, a lot of like, you know, variations of mm. different things. And near, near the end, when like all the, all the, um, resistance come and surround everybody. Surround them. Yeah. That's why I think, that's why I think I really like the movies because of the variation in the action. Yeah. Cause like it's a war movie for sure, but it shares so many different characteristics of like, like some scenes are very like war movie and then others are very like samurai-esque, like with the sword guy and mm. some are like, just kind of like top of the action fighting scenes like when they like when they stumble upon the village and then pretty much everybody gets murdered in the village yeah, be, like near the, near the end or like it's like in the middle oh, really. yeah, it's like kind of in the midpoint yeah um and then um Hitcho's gang shows up and then he like basically goes on a rampage and starts like slaughtering the members with his knife. Yeah. And it's like the camera work is kind of like this gorilla thing, and it's like in the yeah. grass, you know. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. very like John Wicky kind of like actiony in that sense, but it's just like all these different tastes really freshened up the movie. Yeah. All the time, you know. 
so like different moments yeah yeah so it wasn't always like and there's like artillery like shooting out of nowhere <laughs> just like bombs and stuff yeah. so many different things mm. <laughs> it's like super like traumatic the sniper guy is like oh yeah it's like been crying and like bawling out in tears yeah i was like geez this movie's getting really dramatic here. there's a lot of like little minor subplot things that are going on too that yeah kind yeah of, like makes you engaged in it too like mm. that japanese soldier boy that's right and and his relationship with the with the girl with the girl and the, and the they, all the, like the young people yeah, the that's young there kids. yeah like they all have their little like you know what mm. happens during war yeah yeah kind of thing so yeah, so yeah, they capture this kid. This was like in the beginning, right? Yeah. When when we we're first introduced to Hechu's gang, yep. and then he, they like ambush a little like um, like a turret yeah. gang, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the kid survives, and then they take him as prisoner, essentially, and then they decide to keep him alive as like a witness to what you what like what the Japanese yeah, army Japanese is, is doing exactly. And so like their whole thing with him is like you need to stay alive to go back home and tell everybody what you've witnessed you know mm. like basically what the truth of what's happening yeah um and then just kind of this whole th- relationship and experience with him and how he kind of like somehow like bonds with the younger korean, korean resistance members soldier. and it's like him and then like it, there's a cool dynamic there because like they have like the enemy that's a kid then they have like their that other kid who's like the actual fighter yeah and then they have like the girl survivor who is like the victim of like all the war crimes yeah. you know and then just like those three dynamics playing yeah. together and like how they hate each other or like learn to like have compassion for each other or like which is really interesting because like you know like the girl starts like feeding the guy because mm. he's not eating yeah. <laughs> he's like dude you have to eat <laughs> yeah he can't die bro yeah and they're just like blowing him essentially like the yeah. whole time yeah so I do say I think that's kind of an untied knot though because they like Right. They left him in the field. They're like, "All right, go by." And like, literally, that's what happened. Yeah. It was like, "Wow." Meanwhile, there's 45 minutes of the film left. Yeah. <laughs> like even the girl came back. Like even you know they even like wrapped up that bow. Mm-hmm. But poor soldier boy. <laughs> Whatever. Um. But yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, subplots and a lot of cool things that yeah. go along with this movie. Um. Yeah. What is uh? What made you want to pick this movie though? Um, it's a it was a recent film, okay, a recent war film, and I thought it would be um interesting to watch something recent because I know there's a yes. lot of older ones mm. that kind of are iconic and kind of interesting, and then also because this one wasn't just set in Korea, I thought that was an, another interesting twist. Right. And um, I watched this before, okay, too, and and I liked it. I enjoyed it so. <laughs> I thought you would enjoy it as well. It was. I have to give Lee a props <laughs> to this. This is a great movie. Yeah, you get one pass. No, <laughs> all your other movies are still crap. I'm sorry. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see we'll change that. your mind again <laughs> when the time comes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this was my first time seeing it and being interested to it, and it's it was really good. And like I said, there are a lot of older world films, and when I was doing doing my picks as well um a lot of them were older and it was hard to kind of find one that was more recent mm. i think my two are not as recent as yours or um it's hard to say but yeah it's not like not a lot of people are really even making more films today you know yeah i mean in america maybe yeah 
But I don't know. I mean, I guess it was your, where you're looking in Asia. Yeah. It's hard to see. Like, J- Japan, I don't think a lot. Yeah. I mean, for J- it's interesting because Japan, they kind of like, war is very like a touchy subject. Like, yeah. So I don't think they really uh, want to exploit yeah. That, that. Yeah. They don't like uh, <laughs> talking about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be cool like once we get to it. Cause, yeah. Cause, we'll see the dynamics. Yeah. Because like one of mine is directly about Pearl Harbor. Mm. And then the other one is not about war specifically, but it's within like the context of war. Yeah. Kind of like a side thing, like the theme, like a backdrop of war, essentially mm-hmm. like war times. But yeah, but like even then, like a lot, of, I feel like they do war like, like nose wise, you know, like they, like they make movies that are like, Oh, like the subplot, or like, like the Miyazaki, co- yeah, <laughs> where like there's yeah. always war going on somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's a commentary about war, but yeah. it's not like it specifically, yeah. you know. So there's that whole dynamic. Yeah, that goes because on. I mean, for Japan, like there's definitely a different perspective on what mm. war means, right? So whereas, like you know, in Korea, it's very kind of like victim yeah. kind of tone. You know yeah. what I mean? Very victim commentary. Yeah, because it gets stepped on from, from left and right, <laughs> top and bottom. Korea wants to split. China. China. And Japan, Japan wants to take us over. <laughs> what is happening? Everywhere. History? America, Russia. Poor, poor Korea just gets like bullied in history. Yeah. Have a name for yourself. Which is why I feel like there's such a bigger sense of patriotism mm. in Korea. Sure. Because of that. Yeah, yeah. Because they feel like, you know, we have to, like, defend this, this yeah, like... Yeah. This our land. land. Yeah. Our culture, people. So, it, it, it like, got heightened, like, that mm. kind of sense of patriotism, which right. is interesting to see. Which is why a lot of Korean, like, war films mm. are really, like, patriotic, like, feeling. <laughs> like, they, sometimes yeah. it's, like, too much. This one is a little more subtle. Mm. There's a lot near the end. But like sure. until the end, it's oh, very, ending. very subtle. <laughs> the ending of this movie is just like right. salute. Like <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. But I mean, I feel like all war movies are kind of patriotic in a certain sense. Because uh, yeah. But like to its definition, you know. Yeah, but I mean? this one, like, but Korean Korean war films, especially, mm. they're very like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I feel like American war films are a little bit more nuanced in that sense. Where like, yeah, like Black Hawk Down, like it's still patriotic in a certain sense, but like, mm. it's not really about that. It's more about like the soldiers themselves and like what they went through and like how they're like coping with it or like right. how they went through this like big you know circumstance or problem yeah, situation. Yeah. But like Korean ones, I feel like they kind of go full circle and they're like, oh, it's about like protecting the country and, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's very and usually because the the um. The time period is always around like Korean War time, <laughs> like so, old like yeah, period yeah. pieces. Rather, there's yeah, n- there's never like uh, a like a recent war film. Yeah, in Korea usually. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, in in a way, like that makes sense in the fact that war is more heightened. You know, in the past, war is definitely more prominent and heightened, and now it's more. I guess you could say that complicated rather and yeah. less like. Less That's just like two armies fighting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's more political than yeah. anything. You know what I mean? So it's, it doesn't make for maybe good film storytelling mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. That's, yeah. it, well, I, too, I mean, within like even a lot of other Asian films or Korean films and even like just the dramas themselves, there's always like an element of, of yeah. like patriotism or like, 
you know, militarism and kind of like, like it is embedded within like kind of the culture and, you know, yeah. everybody has to serve for two years and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So I feel like, yeah, it's very embedded in <laughs> Korean culture. And, and I think that seeps through with the film too. Yeah, so we make, a, we make a movie about wartime. It's like, yeah, Korea, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think this movie specifically is like, I, it's not hardcore, like you said. Yeah. Because it is very much about a specific thing yeah for sure also like, it's like more this one like like we talked about it's kind of like saving private ryan in, in the sense that like yeah it's about this group of people trying to do something exactly get exactly somewhere, like achieve a certain goal exactly it's about like the mission itself yeah and, and not really about anything else yeah. per se the next movie though <laughs> that I, I picked yes. that one is uh pretty heavy what are you doing to me Lee? <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah i was giving you a good streak here and then now you're gonna ruin it it's a good film though so <laughs> it's a though now is the it? guy from okay. Man from Nowhere is in it. Okay, it's a good movie. <laughs> bin one. <laughs> one bin, one bin. One bin. Team bin. Team bin. <laughs> I'm going to get a t-shirt that says team bin. I'll get team one. And team, <laughs> team bin. <laughs> With like his picture on the back. <laughs> How many like people would be like, yeah, like in the streets? Dude. Oh, man. But yeah, that's like, but yeah, like going back to that point, it is very like Sam Pryor Wyvern where it is focused on the the mission itself and this very specific thing that happens you know yeah and i think and i think that most you know a, a common <clears throat> thread that we can link between war films that especially war films that are about like actual war like take place in battle are about that kind of like a specific battle or a specific or a mission. mission you know and less about like i said with like characters or like overarching themes per se yeah and i think like one drawback with war films is is that is the lack of like maybe character development yeah it can get dull sometimes yeah depending on who's watching it and what their tastes are right right for me like i love war films because i Mm. love the sense of like camaraderie yeah brotherhood between yeah brotherhood and stuff like that and like like that's it like but you know like that's usually the only theme (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's as much characterism as like like, you're gonna get if they do it well i feel like there's a lot of depth and layer in it layers in it because a lot of war film is like very uh visceral like instinctual like base human level things that happen right right that i feel like is relatable to every person yeah yeah i think war kind of reveals like that base nature of human beings Mm -hmm. and i think that's something interesting to like see right and to like you know think about Mm. and watch it kind of goes with you know a lot of you know take place in war of questioning what's right and wrong you know and like the sides that you're fighting for like and who you're against and it comes down to like you know do you believe in like sort of the cause that you're fighting in or is it just like you know now you're just kind of like in a state of murdering another person it comes down to survivability rather than like the actual like reason we're at war than anything else you know that's what that's uh, another thing that i kind of appreciate about this film is um you know the younger japanese soldier yeah i think that was a very good addition because mm. it didn't just portray japanese people as just like all like monsters, bad monsters yeah. or like stuff like that but it kind of um showed like a different side like there are people good people japanese people who are also in mm. the war like yeah wrapped up in this big like Dramatic. machine of yeah. war machinery mm. of war and that it's not just like 
you know, all these just bad people just suddenly <laughs> do bad things kind yeah. of thing. But it's all it's kind of like understanding that even good people or even like normal people mm. can get swept up in war and like, you know, yeah. like understanding and seeing and, and realizing the different like nuances of right. how that like yeah. intertwines, I think was very kind of cool to see. Yeah, perspective is key, right? Yeah. I think I agree with you there too because <clears throat> this movie is very much kind of like the opposite of what I said. The resistance fighters are like, we're fighting for Korea and like the Japanese are bad, you know, like they call them brutes yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the movie. Um, and they, they criminalize the Japanese army and they, they really make them four monsters through and through. Like everybody. But that, them adopting Yukio, the, the child soldier, really kind of like deters that and like, you know, they... And really kind of humanizes um, Cho in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, and he's like, you know, he has that line where um, he's like getting bullied when they're like hiding in the cave, right? And yeah. then um, this is like after uh, Jung Ha finds out like his sister got murdered and like burned alive kind of yeah. thing. And then he like almost shoots the kid. And he's like, if you kill him, you know, you, you're not, you make, you're not better, you're not any better than the Japanese army themselves. Yeah. So, and we're doing this for a reason kind of thing. And so that really kind of brings out that perspective and subverts the rest of the movie and their point of like the Japanese people are monsters, you know, because yeah. it's not only that, you know, their their goal isn't to just murder them. It is to like actually make a change and like yeah. actually like and like it's interesting because it's, it's more like war makes people monsters, mm. regardless of whether you're on Korean okay, side or Japanese side or right. whatever side, right? Yeah. By you killing that kid, you're turning into a monster as well. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's interesting to see that dynamic and make it mm. kind of not just, like, this black and white thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, there is a line in the sand at one point, you know, and it's like, who does or does not cross that kind of line in the sand yeah. because like the line gets blurred in war <laughs> right and yeah for you to you know keep that line you know is something yeah that i think this movie is trying to like show yeah yeah there's a there's a lot of uh, good points what did you think of um uh well i guess like ooh, like your favorite part in the movie or i guess favorite character like mm. moment um I enjoyed the first, like, the first, the Japanese people, like, go into the village and, like, destroy the village. Mm. And then the first you, ambush. You, <laughs> you gritty. That's, like, the worst part of the movie, dude. That's, how could you say that live? So terrible of you. It just sets the setting <laughs> perfectly. Wow. I can't believe I'm hearing this. <laughs> and then you get to see. You're the monster. All the characters and, and what they're like and mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, that was a pretty gruesome part. <laughs> what, what did you think about the the uh, the officer, the Japanese officer guy who always like runs away? Like, the guy who has like the greatest luck in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he's like somehow survives he and he's like he's always like yeah. and he like runs away, yeah. <laughs> just like get captured at the end. <laughs> oh man. I, I I don't know. <laughs> There's always that one guy. <laughs> yeah, right. He's a character for sure. What, was, like, your, what was your like uh, favorite scene or? Uh, I don't know. Also, also the sword scene. That's I really like the sword scene. scenes. Yeah, I yeah. think one of my favorite moments was his <laughs> all the scenes where like we learn about like like just like kind of comedic, but the quirkiness of 
um, of Chul's character. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> it's like when we first meet him and they're hunting down the uh, the soldiers after the bunker, and then he decides to go after him on his own, and then like yeah. the sniper guy and they're just assisting, and he's running with the gun and he's like, <laughs> oh, this is where I first meet uh, Jung Ha. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, oh, is he still the same with the gun? And he goes, yep. And he's like running super close and he's like missing the shots. And he's like, stop the big gun. <laughs> and he brings out the sword. And he's like, is he same? He's still the same using a sword? And he's like, yep. And he just like beheads the guys in one swoop. Oh, yeah. And then See, that's why I like that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh. And then the other scene now is like um, near the end when they he was fighting the one of the officers not like the guy who's escaping but the other officer when they do like the first ambush yeah um on top of the hill right because they like had the machine gun buried in the oh, stone yeah. that was like a that was cool, yeah that was crazy cool i was like da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> just like mows everybody like down running, <laughs> running up like like a race to yeah get to the top to the hill and he just like slaughters everybody down and then it's like the that one officer that's like left off his horse yeah and then um, he like <laughs> he's like sitting there, and, <laughs> and then the guy's like, "Should we shoot him?" <laughs> he like kicks him the sword, and he's like, "Whoa!" And it takes like two steps yeah, back, yeah, yeah. and it like go to duel. That's like with the yeah, overhanging yeah, shot. The overhanging shot yeah. That was a cool moment. Yeah. I think those are like those are just like those neat moments that I really like. That yeah. again, they're they're different from like the war like right. genre. You know, they kind of subvert it yeah. in a way. So. I think those are my my favorite moments. Yeah, I, I like a lot of the shots in this film that I liked were like the wide shots yeah. of like the mountain, and you just kind of can see the whole landscape. Yeah. And I think that helped like visually As understand like different what, yeah. like where people are and what's happening, mm-hmm. like where, what's going on <laughs> and what they're trying to yeah. do. Which is key because in this movie, it's really complex and like their schemes uh, right, and like their right. plan. Where the setting looks similar, like yeah, you know, everything looks hands. the same. It's like oh, it's a forest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now that's you know like Just open plains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now now we're running up a mountain. Yeah. It, it is very like similar landscape. But having those but, wide shots help you, like, yeah, yeah, figure out the locations and like exactly and like what they're doing and yeah, what they're trying objectives. to do. Yeah, like and I, I usually 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 get confused in that. In the beginning, like they do clear it up, kind of like later as the thing progresses yeah like that scene where they were doing that little exposition part with, uh, the, with the map that looks like a little like uh, which one because i think there was like two maps were like two map sh- shots like that 3d map thing that they built in in that little hideout when, when i don't the, remember that when the officers like talking they don't remember i don't think i remember that there was a scene when like they were they were trying to lure them into the uh, the canyon yeah and they were going to like ambush them <sighs> okay well I think it was like because this is confusing to me still like originally I thought that they were gonna lure them into the canyon right mm-hmm. but then there were, the Japanese army was like the officer was like oh they're trying to like lure us and then ambush us from the top but it turns out like it was like a scheme on a scheme kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so then they ambushed them like from the top of the mountain and like came from behind them kind of thing. But then like it showed like it really cleared it up in the sense that they were just like running through the forest all the time. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Right. <laughs> and then they showed like the wide shot of like the actual canyon. And like uh, you could clearly see that it was like this valley and then like two like mount- like cliffs 
side, side to side yeah. where you can like actually like you know like ambush them from yeah. there i was like oh so that's what they're trying to do but then they like subverted it and i was like wait what is happening actually <laughs> <laughs> i was like really confused <laughs> but yeah that, that, it's only that in the sense that i couldn't it mm. kind of made it a little complex and hard to follow mm. and the way that like it is seamless in like the story progresses pretty smoothly like yeah. from how they go from one to end but like looking back it's it's hard to like know like what the intention is and like what are you going to do next exactly right, right. you know because then at first they're like you know we're transporting the money then they meet then they like f- then they meet um they don't meet jung ha but they meet like the villagers from like the other village yeah and then they're like oh jung ha's like in town and he's like here to help us and then they meet him and then they like save the town because the Japanese army comes to like yep. ruin it. And then like after that, then they help out Jung Ha. But it took me a while to figure out that they were helping him in his mission because yeah. I was like, what? Because they're technically not part of the, uh, the official ar- yeah, yeah, resistance. Exactly. Yeah. Because they're the ragtag group. <laughs> and everybody's like, those guys. Because <laughs> their mission was to like just um, hand over like some kind of money or whatever. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chong Ha's mission was to actually, like, do the... Lure, like, the elite yeah. army or whatever. Yeah. And and so they kind of, like... What I'm saying, it's, like... They try to do, like, both at the same time in a weird way. Which is, like, hard to follow in the sense of, like, yeah. what, what were they trying to do? Because then they meet... Like, remember that old guy? Yeah. And then he was the one that had the money. With the girl. With the girl. Yeah. yeah. And then they met up in, the, like, the house at night. Yeah. With the other old and villager the guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. I guess like the money was there, and then they picked up the money to yeah. hand off to Jung Ha and to, then, go. to go to <laughs> Shanghai. You know what I mean? But and, and again, like I'm saying, it gets blurred because it turns out like, oh, you need to go deliver the money to them, and then like at the end, they like regroup with the actual army mm. and then help them in the final yeah ambush invasion. Which I was like, so were you transporting the money, or were you trying to like? Do go meet up with the army. Like I'm so lost. We here. don't have enough people. We yeah, gotta do everything. <laughs> and then they like use them as bait to like, like split up the army. Yeah, there's you know also I mean? that that thing where like they're waiting for the reinforcements yeah. at the at the valley, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh no, what if the reinforcements <laughs> yeah, don't they're come? Like, <laughs> they're like, we're completely screwed. Yeah, yeah. But then like the whole like kind of twisty bit was that. Jung Ha's mission was a suicide mission no matter what was going to happen, yeah. right? Because they knew that they were after him. So his only job was to lead them into that valley and, and, then, and then die <laughs> there, essentially. There's a one guy versus a whole army. Right. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And then, like, the mortars happened and then it was, like, running for 20 minutes. <laughs> it was like, what? And near the end, I thought he was going to die. Well, he doesn't die. He just, he just loses a leg. It's, yeah. It's totally cool. It's totally fine. Yeah, that was like I, that's the thing. I was like, sometimes I thought like the movie's gonna end there, and then it didn't. And then I was like, oh, they're still going places. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, even like the midpoint of the movie when they raid the village, and then like right after they raid the village, right, that officer meets up with his other officer, and then he's like, I want to redeem myself. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he's like, let me lead the attack. And then that attack turns out to be like the ambush on top of the hill. Mm. It was like so dramatized that scene, and like. They had, like, the pre-planning scene and, like, all that. That it, like, sounded like a final battle. And I was like, oh, it's a climax. And then I look on the timeline. It's, like, an hour nope. in. <laughs> Not yet. And I'm like, so what's going to happen for the next hour? Another climax. Just, just more running. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like running. Running for, like, another hour. More, uh, you know. Yeah. Like, after that, there were, like, four other ambushes. And, like, 
It's like, what? what? Yeah, so that's the thing about uh, war movies, I feel like. Mm. It could get a little draggy for yeah. some people who don't like that. Like, it's like, I've seen this already kind of thing yeah, for right. some people. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. kind of like looping, like, again, like, oh, the setup to a bigger t- battle and then... And then a bigger battle. And then, and then a bigger, bigger battle. battle. And it's like, <laughs> all right, now. Well, that's why, like, it's hard for war movies to keep your attention, keep people's attention sometimes. Because right. it's like... You need a bigger spectacle sometimes, you know, yeah, to draw yeah. people's attention. Or like just more like, I don't right. know, like filling or like more, yeah. you know what I mean? Like substance to and, it. And that's the thing for like good war movies, I think, are able to not just like do the spectacle part, mm. but also like develop characters and also yeah, yeah. like develop something more than just like the action. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I think this movie did... In a job in that way? I mean, what do you think? How do you think in the character department? I think the first half of the movie, it did a good job of that. 100%. And then the later half, yeah. it just went full action. Yeah, 100%. Which I don't think is a bad thing necessarily. Mm. Like, for me, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So it wasn't a bad thing, but I could see some people getting kind of, like, uh. tired <laughs> of it. it. It builds stake, for sure, I think. And like, I do care about the characters, like, from the halfway point yeah and then once like sort of the stakes kind of take place the second half of the movie it's like oh no that person's gonna die and like ah yeah. kind of that sense but in the sense of like it's a whole like half movie of straight like action plot focusedness you know and like and then it just kind of kicks away the the character it's very simple like it's, yeah. it's very straightforward yeah. second half <laughs> yeah just get to the canyon <laughs> and die and, <laughs> and, and do it it's yeah. save him or not save him it's a very straightforward like thing yeah there's nothing else much like in the way of that mm. and so i can see some people feeling like okay yeah that's, it is what it is and it does like well the job the movie only is like it's like only care about like a select few characters mm-hmm. like his ragtag team is like made up of that's another thing that i can talk about later like his ragtag me- team is like made of a few people but you don't like care about everybody in that team you only care about like three, three yeah. yeah and then but then even less about like the other sniper guy <laughs> and and it's really all about jung ha and chul and because then they have like their own past relationships yeah. of like Oh, you know, oh, I lost my brother when I was young. So now I'm like a badass, like resistance fighter with a scar on his face. And then he's like, oh, I adopt this kid who has like sister issues. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you find out his sister dies and he's like, I'm going to defend her in the war kind of thing. And then like near the end, it's like full circle comes to a close or it's like, oh, no, I'm going to lose another brother. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's the movie like pushes you to only care about these two people like yeah. that's the only backstory that we actually get you know mm-hmm. and, like the only like character like meat that we can get into yeah. in that sense but it's like yeah that's it that, that's all you get there but i mean overall i think they fleshed it the characters out well mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. to you know care about them and they're good enough yeah root for them yeah but <laughs> to, to my point earlier i was like the number of people like in a scene at a time i feel always fluctuates like 10 people die and then it turns out they have a More team people. of like 30 like all of a sudden yeah. I'm like what's happening it's like especially the japanese army where it's like especially in that like top hill ambush scene where it's like the squad that's chasing they got them wiped. <laughs> they got wiped but it was like this the, the whole team that was chasing them was like an army of like less than 100 like 50 people and they're getting like killed throughout the ambush 
And I'm like, okay, it's dwindled down to like 20 people by now. But then it does like, like the wide people. shot. But it's like a whole fucking like 100 troops like up there. Have hill. you not heard of respawn timers? No. <laughs> Come on, man. Respawn down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> you respawn, you go back up. <laughs> Get back in that suit. Clean up his costume. To the hill. Respawn 10 seconds. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, that was the other thing. I was like, troops are just coming in, dude. Like, yeah. You, you're telling me, but it's, I mean that—that's just like a. It's just like it's well, it's because you know it's yeah. You need people. You, <laughs> you, you need, you need people in the frame. Yeah, <laughs> you need to make it interesting. Somebody on that set was like, um, so I'm looking and it's like 500 people died already, and we're a troop of 500. So like, <laughs> how is people still alive by now? It's like yeah. we still have one more big battle to go. So. Clean up, kid. Clean I up. I wonder what what the kill count is. For those Dude, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. There's a lot. Dude. And some people like blatantly like die for no reason in this movie. Like especially when they have the uh, the bombs, yeah. the mortars come in. People just like are nowhere near the blast. They're like ah, oh. <laughs> and then they just like fall down. So I was like, come on, guy. Uh, yeah, but all in all, it's good. Even like the special effects, like it didn't look like they used a lot of CGI. Like, even all those, I'm sure they did. A I'm lot, sure they but did. It didn't but it looked like, great. Yeah, yeah. like it looked like squibs. Like a lot of that mm-hmm. looked like squibs too. She probably knows really expensive as well. Which is like you know like props to this movie because right. some movies feel very like like produced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this this movie definitely felt very true to what it was trying to do. Yeah. Um, and even to its look, it looked really good. Like, the movie is very, like I said, gritty, and it maintains that kind of grittiness. Yeah. And there are a lot of com- comedic moments and a lot of, like, more light moments, yeah. but it still maintains, like, a certain tone to it. Yeah. So props to that as well. Like, when they, like, bicker and, like, right. when he's, like, joking about farting and <laughs> yeah, when he's always, farts. like, teasing the boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because, you know, he he always says something and then, you know, goes back on it and stuff like that. <laughs> so, you know, or, like, that one resistance soldier who's, like, from the country. Oh, yeah, he makes fun of his accent. Funny, yeah. <laughs> or, like, the potato, the potato scene. <laughs> it's like, we call it taties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, we call it spuds in this town. He's like, we don't call it spuds. Uh... Yeah. Little moments like that to, you know, brotherhood. Relieve uh, the tension. The stress. Just <laughs> just to go back to tension. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah. Um, any other points that you want to add? Um, I mean, what about as a war film? Mm. You think this I think it's good. checks the lists? Yeah, I think this is like a very sort of on the nose war film. I think this is like as. Like, again, like, when I think of war, like, Saving Private Ryan really comes to mind. Yeah. And this movie is very similar to that in a lot of respects. And I think, like, again, it is specifically about war, and it is, like, taking place during, like, an actual battle. So, yeah. it is through and through, like, a war movie. It doesn't, it's not a war movie that kind of subverts or, like, talks about something different or kind of, like, beats around the bush. Mm. Which I think um, we will definitely talk about. Like, one of my movies, I feel like, will kind of... Not be a direct, you know, war film in that sense, but... Minus points. No, it's called called being different. (laughs) You make fun of my It's called subverting the theme for the (laughs) podcast. Yeah, but no, this was, um, this was definitely, this definitely qualifies. Definitely qualifies. 
I'll give it a check. Enjoyable. <laughs> it was it was enjoyable. Yeah, I this is definitely a good one. I, I do feel like too that this is a this could be a very slept on movie for people. Mm. And I think that Yeah, it's not well known at all. Yeah. And it's very recent too. So twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. But it's a really good movie that anybody can get into. It's really yeah. not like the plot's not like complicated at all. No. I don't no. know if you've ever felt like lost per se. Kinda, but not in the sense that it not took in the me big out. Grand scheme. As I say, it didn't come. It didn't. I wasn't lost in the sense that it took me out of the movie. Yeah, because you know? a lot of war films, like especially like period, like Korean war films. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just don't know where you are, like <laughs> yeah. what's happening <laughs> right, situationally. Right. Yeah. So I, I sometimes wonder, like, when people watch, mm. like if they kind of can still get into it right. without fully understanding everything the backdrop of like yeah. the history of it because you know like there's usually that title card in the beginning that just yeah, it's like <laughs> tells you 1920 everything. blah 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 yeah. the forces of blah blah yeah yeah does this movie have a card it no, had like a two bit. lines oh uh, yeah. yeah in the beginning but i don't yeah but this movie is very like i think this movie is very meant for like a general crowd mm. and so it doesn't lean too heavily on facts you know what i mean like yeah. it's not a hardcore like history film yeah it's not and it's and even like the movie itself is very like standard and okay it's korean versus japan like it makes it very poignant that like we are the korean independence right. fighters I, the setup against... of it i think in the beginning like like i said the first scene that i liked mm. and it just sets it up everything up very well i feel like yeah, yeah which yeah. is why yeah. And then you, you understand, like, oh, he loses his brother, blah, blah, blah. So right. it, it's very, like, these are very, like, big themes and, like, big, like, tropes that right. happen yeah. in films. So I think people can like, dive, in easily. Yeah, dive in easily. Exactly. Yeah. It's very, like, Hollywood-esque in that sense, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, yeah, the, it, anybody could watch it. And I think, and it's a really good movie. And I think, like, it should have a broader audience and, like, mm-hmm. people should go see it. Um, just because like it's a war movie and like it may seem in- uninteresting, it is yeah. actually really good. It's really really good. So yeah. Also, I like the actors that are. That's a great cast, right? I have to say, that was a great cast. I love the actors. That's that a great cast. Film. Yeah, even like the Japanese actors and like just like the way, it, like that diversity there. Yeah, pretty phenomenal. Pretty pretty good. So, what was your next one? My next one is called Teguki. What's that about? Um. It's literally the Korean War. It's in the Korean War, happening during the Korean War. Gotcha. This one isn't really the Korean War yet. This is more like occupation. So okay. those are that, so that's the next one. Teguki is the next one that we're gonna watch. Teguki, gotcha. What year did that come out? Like two thousand something, early. Early two thousand. I think. Yeah. Gotcha. Teguki. So we'll do that one next, and then for my two, just for reference, uh, we'll be doing Admiral Yamato. And um, that's the one that's the Pearl Harbor. That's the Pearl Harbor one. Yeah. And then the second one is this is actually, I think, a TV movie. So it's not like a hardcore, like Hollywoodish kind of movie. So it'll like look TV ish mm-hmm. in a sense. But it is like it is a feature length thing. Okay. Like, um, but Japanese have like TV. Well, everybody has like TV movies, you know. It's called Ichiban Danshaga Hashita. Um, and. It is came out in 2015. Pretty um, recent. Pretty recent. Yeah, it shouldn't be too old. Five years. <laughs> I really like the main guy who's on here. I forget his name. Uh, Abe Hiroshi. Abe Hiroshi. Yeah, or Hiroshi Abe. He's really good. He does a lot of like... Every time I see him, it's in like a TV movie. Like, I feel oh. like he has like... That's his thing. 
but he's really cool. I, I'm a big fan of him. Um, but yeah, so like Anime Yamato is, is very, um, I've never seen it. I, it always comes up like all the time that I see it. I just never like watched it, but I'm pretty sure it's about uh, Pearl Harbor and following sort of a more Japanese narrative. Um, and then this one is kind of like, it's not a directly war film, but it has it's like set within the backdrop of like, I think like World War Two, And it's like about this guy who's like a bus driver or something. I don't know. Uh, it looked, when I read it, it looked interesting. Okay. But it's more of like, I'm pretty sure more of a drama kind of within that. So probably a lot of... Miyazaki vibes. Nice. A lot of the Wind Rises vibes coming from that nice. one. Nice. <laughs> yeah, more of those. So, um, yes, so we'll watch these next and we will see you there. All right. See ya. Peace.